Hello, it's Jonathan Sanchez here at uh, J Sanchez AD. You think I know that by now? At J Sanchez, J A Y Sanchez AD is my Twitter, Twitter tweet handle. Uh, it's also the name of this audio or blog or malog or whatever it is. Um, and the reason why you haven't heard from me from so long is probably because I've been a little bit under the weather. I've actually been in court for molesting a young horse. Um, no, 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 I've got that joke wrong. What I mean is molesting a young pony. No, 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 I've been feeling a little hoarse. Anyway, this is what happens when you try and script what I try and say. And as someone who suffers from attention de uh, deficit benefit, as I like to call it, as opposed to attention deficit disorder, trying to control us is a bit like trying to hold back Trump from Twitter which is, of course, impossible. Um, no matter how much Mike Penis thinks he can, um, there's no vice president on earth that can stop that man from speaking his mind. And my God, has he been? Um, but I wouldn't know that because I've been in bed for two nights falling asleep listening to CNN, which means that I wake up knowing more than I think I know about nothing that there is to know because cable news networks were only ever for those in the knowledge about major disasters. That's what they were started for. And I've just come to the realization that even over um, watching 24 hours of CNN on and off falling in and out of sleep, and obviously on my deathbed, um, that it's got to the point now where on cable news TV, the, um, the, the guests outlast the shows. So Anderson Cooper was finishing up, but all three of his guests went on to the next show, which to me is a bit weird. It's a bit like, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, Tony Blackburn's guests on Radio 1 at the, uh, the, um, the live, um, you know, Top of the Pops concert going into Tomorrow's World or The Krypton Factor, which is in fact on a different channel. Never mind who factor. So um, here's a quick note for our friends in uh, Hong Kong. Gum. Uh, and another note is to talk about what, what other associations are there in Europe or France in particular, which is really much of Europe after Germany, um, which are the which are the same acronyms as they are in the UK, but pronounced backwards. So I've realised now on um, being sleep hypnotised to uh, CNN for pretty much forty eight hours that NATO is referred to as OTAN in France. NATO OTAN in France. Very pensive. Um, uh, so I wondered if you know of any other associations, alliances, clubs, rings, circles, uh, squares, uh, triangles, uh, any other musical instruments that um, have the same an acronym or acronym, but it's reversed. I'd like to know about it because that's the sort of thing that people with attention deficit benefit want to hear about. So you need to tweet that to at J Sanchez AD. So that's at J A Y Sanchez AD. All one word, just like this is all one long sentence, really. Now, on my last, um, whatever you would call it, dog podcast, podcast, dogcast, modcast, audio thingy majig, I talked a little bit too seriously, perhaps one would think, for someone with absolutely no mental control whatsoever. But I can never predict what's going to happen. I can never tell you where it's going to go or how it's going to be. It is what it is. And since the horrific um, uh, terrorist attack in London, the third in three months in the United Kingdom, I've been thinking a lot about this whole pray for tag that we seem to have, um, seem to have finally shaken off. I used to find it extremely irritating that something terrible would happen somewhere in the world and we just suddenly start saying pray for, let's pray for, let's not pray for, let's invest in or let's fix or let's re-educate or let's assimilate or let's constipate or let's or let's mutilate, no, let's not do that, but let's 
discuss and fix problems and not just pray for divine intervention. When I worked at um, one of the world's largest consumer groups, uh, FMCG companies, I remember doing lots of what we call market visits, which was a nice way of saying going to meet poor people that could barely afford to afford your job, uh, afford your products, but wanted their houses to smell nice. And that's fine. We cannot deny anybody the right to want to improve the quality of their lives, can we? Well, can we? I mean, sometimes some of the people that you meet would sit there. In particular, I remember being in um, Southeast Asia, which is where I live, which is it's handy to be there. And I went to one market visit. I won't tell you which country, um, but it was a very predominantly Catholic country. And I think what concerned me was that the, the women whose houses I visited were, A, immaculate. That didn't concern me. That impressed me greatly. I don't think wealth actually contributes or is, is in any way causally connected to hygiene, by the way. I think you find the most poor people on earth often tend to be the most clean because they can't afford healthcare, can they? Well, we'll find that out in America soon, I imagine, as another 20 million people go uninsured. But that's another story, isn't it? What, wasn't, what was upsetting was, uh, and I need to say annoying, what was upsetting was these women's fundamental belief that their situation would be changed by God and not by the state who they worked for or who's, within whose nation they they were or had been born or, or worked against, but that some other being would create betterment for them. And I found that after a couple of years actually quite saddening because the reality is um, we pay our taxes, we take our choice, we make our votes, we get our results. America is a great case in point on what's happening at the moment with the adage of you get the government you deserve. Now, what I don't deserve to do is get obsessed with watching documentaries about airlines, especially as someone who loves to fly so very much as me. I mean, I just can't wait to get on a plane and turn left, right, or just walk straight out the other side onto the catering truck. And um, I have now been uh, absolutely mesmerized by one documentary in Al Jazeera, uh, which is about the 787. It's absolutely worth watching. And I'll tell you why it's worth watching, because it's terrifying. Now, I can't be, I'm, I'm not an investigative journalist, I'm not Dana of CNN, who I know so well, or Anderson Pooper, I'm none of those people. But what I can tell you is, if you'd seen that documentary before before you flew on the 787 Dreamliner, which I did just two weeks ago from Singapore back up to Bangkok, Mahanakwan on Scoot, it was an excellent flight, um, you wouldn't get on it. So what is it that starts and stops us getting off of these sorts of things? And what is it that starts and stops me from starting to sound like an old talk radio presenter? But maybe that's because I used to work at talk radio, which was actually a radio station in the UK, not just generic. And maybe... You should pray for me, because as I record this blog shoot right now from Bangkok, with my air cut off to make the room tidier and quieter and tighter and more hermetic, I'm streaming with sweat, which obviously proves to me that I am no better than I was two days ago. So I shall be back later to complete this. And um, stay good, stay clean, no offence intended. Love you lots, love your God. And if you don't have a God, love yourself. And I suppose what I should add on here is it's fantastic to be part of the iTunes family. So, you know, you can subscribe to this blog, vlog, or log via iTunes or through 60 million listeners at tunein.com. And you can always tweet to at twerp or tweet me at at J Sanchez AD. All right. At J Sanchez AD. J-A-Y Sanchez AG. Um, have a lovely, lovely day. I'm off to dunk my head in some icy cold water.